His eyes, they closed, and his last breath spoke. He had seen all to be seen. A life once full, now an empty vase, with the blossoms on his early grave. Walk away, me boy, walk away, me boy, and by morning we'll be free. Wipe that golden tear from your mother dear, and raise what's left of the flag for me. Then the rosary beads count them one, two, three, fell apart as they hit the floor. In our garb of black, we must pay respect to the color we're born to mourn. Welcome to Blake on Balls, a fantasy baseball podcast for exactly 10 people. I'm Blake Williger, alongside my world-traveling co-host, it's Adam Brooks. Welcome back home, Adam. Thank you very much. I am uh, I'm back. I went one and one during the trip. Could have been could have been better, could have been worse. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's all that matters about traveling is how you do during fantasy baseball. Yes. Was, was it difficult to navigate with the, the time change, the make sure your lineups were set? No. No. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> difficult. That wasn't challenging. That wasn't that didn't eat up your time. No, I didn't prematurely congratulate my opponents on day one because I was traveling. <laughs> <laughs> or day zero yes um uh but no that did not happen uh no it was fine and also um you're ahead there i think it's harder like if you're like in hawaii or mm-hmm. something like if you're if you're behind and then like you're like oh crap it's like not, it's eight o'clock yes but you but it's five moves. o'clock like, or whatever yeah yeah like i when i was like you know had insomnia at night like the day hadn't even started here you mm-hmm. know so i had plenty of time to make my moves and get my roster set um as opposed to like you have to do it during in the morning or in the day if you're on the other if you're like you know uh behind on the mm-hmm. time so uh no very easy mm-hmm uh the technology and the universe is just i mean just ha- i just have my regular phone on at all times right like, it's like <laughs> you know it's like it's nuts it's it, you, you know you used to have like well you didn't have a phone or you had to like buy some sort of crazy expensive thing now you just like pay 10 bucks a day and you just have your phone yeah <laughs> that's fine i Whatever. i went to new zealand in about 1997 maybe during the baseball season with my grandfather and there was like the newspaper once a week would publish the major league baseball, like standings or whatever. And that was, that was how I was able That's to it. keep up. The, That's all you had. Yeah, that was it. There's no other way. Yeah. There's yeah. no other way. TV channels, you know, their yeah. sports station, whatever, didn't cover that or whatever. So right. yeah, uh, technology uh, has vastly improved uh, since 1997. Separately, because... I can't believe, you know, I went to New Zealand in 99. This is insane. What? That, what an obscure, I spent two months in New Zealand. Wow. In 99. I, yeah. This, well, uh, this is we'll, very weird factoid. Yes. We'll talk off by, but uh, yeah, something that we'll you brought up that. before yeah. the podcast about this particular episode, Adam. Yeah. This is a really <laughs> nice episode. This is yeah. a really nice episode. This Everybody, is our, yes. 69th episode. 69th episode of Blake on Balls. It's going to be a nice one. Um, and whether it's good or not, before, it's going to be nice. I don't know if it'll be good. It may be one of our crappiest episodes, no, but, but it will be nice. We don't even have matchups to really talk about. The old, the matchups that are done are stale. Uh, the current matchups in the middle. Yeah. It's a weird they're, week. They're still baking. We didn't do any research, so we don't even have like something peppy to talk about with the all-star break well, coming up or whatever. I wouldn't say Maybe we didn't you do did. any research. Oh, uh, I did. I did. Some, <laughs> okay, I did do some research and that is, is the nicest research you could ever do. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I can't probably be a great episode, but it will be a nice episode. <laughs> uh, and uh, again, I've made this joke before, but if you had told mm-hmm. uh, me that when we started this, that we would be doing 69 episodes. I would have asked, like, what apartment I'm living in. Yeah, in... <laughs> yeah we've done, we've done so many without my and... wife. By the way, I yeah. noticed when because um, by the thank you to Chris for he did uh, a great job the one week. Oh, and then excellent we, job! We almost we almost recorded a podcast without you uh, again the second week, but we couldn't get it um, with our guest host. But um, we. Uh, definitely will do it with uh, with him one of these weeks coming up. But um, I had to log into your podcast account or whatever, and something that blew my mind was the number of listens that we have of the podcast. 
did you know how many people or how many times our podcast has been listened to? Oh, like the raw number? Yeah, 1,600. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> you guys have listened to, I guess, I don't know if that means like... Collectively. Yeah, collectively, collectively, but that's way more yeah. than one, like, you know, if this is the 69th episode, that would be like six 690 or whatever. So I don't know if people are listening right. um, multiple times or, or what but uh well yeah, and it's... we've had like uh we've had a couple of people like listen oh i wonder if uh on our stats our analytics um oh, if it internationally. Has the, UK, the international analytics now yes hopefully um, hopefully jason listened, listened. Uh, listen yeah jason was in mm-hmm. greece mm-hmm. i listened from the from the uk yeah um excellent right. yeah so um Let's do. We're not going to really go over the crazy detail the matchups from last week, but let's uh, let's just go over the winners and losers uh, from week thirteen, uh, the June twenty second and yes. July second matchup that did not get its own dedicated podcast. No. Um, let's uh, uh, start off with yours because you won the week, right? I did. And uh, you, you, that's your third win in four weeks. It was my third win in four weeks in the podcast. Third, was... third weekly win. And, and third, you're yes. on like a six, six. Uh... Uh, is it, is it that many? Wow. I thought it, it was four six, maybe, but four um, yes, uh, I don't know. Big winning streak. <laughs> big winning streak. Um, in my podcast, the podcast with Chris that we recorded, uh, I had almost won the third week in a row. I won the week for the third week in a row. And I, I wondered if anyone had ever won three weekly wins in a row. I did some research and I found out that it has been done before. Uh, Brad won three in a row in 2018, uh, weeks 13, 14, and 15. And week 15 was that uh, this all-star break that was like the extended week or whatever. So I thought that was pretty impressive to win, to win three of those. And he also won four in a row in 2017 week wow. 17 through 20 but i guess his team peaked then because i don't know if you know this adam he has never won the championship so that year in 2017 he oh, didn't win that's, that's tough. uh that is tough i was gonna yeah. ask how that season ended, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah getting his yeah. hopes up going in from week 17 yeah. through 20 that's, but no oh man but that's then, uh two well no i guess you didn't start off last week's but that's two consecutive podcasts that i've been a part of just starting with a punch in the mouth for brad <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get Very a what tough. the what the fuck yeah, gif the dot gif from, yeah. what the hell dot gif. But also almost more impressive than than finishing weeks uh, with four weekly wins. Jay Z in 2015 won the f- week for the first four weeks of the season. Oh wow! In 2015, that's crazy. Did he win the? Uh, who did he win that year? Uh, let's see. 2015. Find out. 2015. I thought like there's a good chance he did. Yeah, he's won, he's won it a bunch. Let's see. League history. 2015? Uh, no, I won. <laughs> ah, you won. <laughs> Suck on that, Jay-Z. Yeah. Uh, he, had, uh, he had won the regular season the season before. Okay. Parlayed that right into four weekly wins. But, uh, yeah, that was the year that, uh, that I won was 2015. So, um, yeah. uh, anyway. Um, I just, there were, there was some research that I did. I know you have some research coming up, but that was the, the amount of research, uh, the extent of the research the that I did, but research. yes, I had 376 and a half points. Uh, I beat Chris who had uh, a very respectable 331 points, but yeah, that's a um, tough luck not enough. there. He would have beat most of the other teams, uh, except for two and yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a tough luck loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't look like it was super close after no. yeah i mean it, it kind of got wavered a little bit but now it wasn't super close you kind of ha- handily had him by 20 or 30 mm-hmm. the whole yep. week it was a great it was um, great banter going yeah. back and forth with chris though highly recommend yeah. facing chris chris is fun to face definitely yes. i'm glad i get to face him three times in the regular season yes. um all right uh and then uh we have who's next uh, on your list zetlin and aaron um mm-hmm. Zellen put the smack down on Aaron. He's kind of his team stumbled for a little bit, but then uh kind of regained its footing the last couple of weeks and now mm-hmm. he's right back at it. And um looks like he yeah, he he won by 85 points or so. Mm-hmm. And looks like Aaron had a lead for a day. That lead went and then after that uh starting Wednesday it was it was over. So uh 
Zellin capped off by a Friday where Zellin put up 100 points, and that wow. pretty much sealed yeah. the deal there. Zetland's um, Braves, Ronald Acuna Jr. with 47 points, Matt Olson, uh, thir- former A, excuse Matt, me, former uh, yes, Oakland A, yeah. Matt Olson. Yeah, you uh, mispronounced his name there for a second. <laughs> Yes, 30, uh, almost 36 points there. So uh, his two highest point scorers, uh, both on the uh, Atlanta Braves, who um, have clinched the World Series. I don't know. Did you hear this? They're going to win the World Series. 100%. There's yeah. no chance that they won't. Nope. Um, and uh, I guarantee you that, uh, that the, the winning play of the World Series is going to involve uh, either Olsen uh, or Sean Murphy. Yes, both of uh, them. Uh, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> one of them will be one of them will be driving the other one in somehow. Probably yeah. uh, Murphy driving Olsen in is my guess mm-hmm. based on the the, the lineup iterations. Yeah. But because Jason and I keep sending ourselves because we hate each other and ourselves, we keep sending <laughs> to the text of scoring uh, of scores where Olsen drives in yeah. uh, uh, Murphy or Murphy. whatever, whatnot. Yeah, Murphy what drives in Olsen. Been? Either way. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, uh, next up was probably the closest matchup of uh, uh, which was um, uh, uh, Jason and Todd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason ends up winning by just a, eleven points, so pretty pretty close matchup. And Jason uh, came back on Sunday, uh, so get another his second. I think that would be his second big comeback in a row, where he a big come from behind. So he mm-hmm. was down a lot. Uh, and then he uh, had an 80-point day on Saturday wow. to Todd's great 56-point day. Uh, and then the next day on Sunday, he had a 61-point day, and uh, Todd had 36 points. So he – and then he only ended up winning by 10. So he had a huge come from I mean, he made up like 60 points, um, uh, 30, 40, 50 points over those uh, two days to come from behind and beat uh oh. todd um so and he had come from behind the week before and and uh beat me on on sunday and saturday having he big did Saturdays and Sundays. so uh jason probably uh the most butthurt about there not being a podcast for last <laughs> week because he had this is probably the most dynamic win of the week mm-hmm. um and he would have reveled in it and jason's yeah. another team that was stumbling quite a bit but now seven and six in a playoff spot um with a good score uh so he's uh he's he's on the right track here yeah. we talked about uh, uh jay-z's braves it was jason's reds andrew abbott with 20 or excuse me 39 and a half points spencer steer with uh 29 and a half points so um yeah teammates uh helping out uh uh jason there um, yeah pretty impressive 200 ticket. points on offense is a, it's that's pretty huge good. that's yeah. pretty good mm-hmm. um and then let's go to, to uh, my matchup. Um, and I beat uh, with the second, uh, I think I ended up actually having the second uh, fewest points. With, you uh, did. A, a two, six, nine. It's a nice. Two, six. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a two, two nice of a total. It is. Um, and I beat uh, Erdang, who had a, a paltry 217. Yeah. But our matchup was, uh, was pretty close um, for. Uh, was it? Uh, yeah, it was close, like <laughs> going into the weekend. Okay, and then after that, it went away. Um, but it was, yeah, I think it was it was essentially tied on Thursday. Oh wow! Um, and then I then I kind of got a lead, and Redang just can't score. Mm-hmm. Um, so having trouble scoring this week too. Yeah, he's having trouble. Yeah, I, I yeah, we talked about this week because I only had like 15 points over two. Yeah, days, can we was, talk about that? It was looking bad. Right it was looking bad. Yeah, sure. You just want to go. <laughs> Well, no, we have one more match. All right, one more. And and then then this is a good uh, – uh, uh, Tim and uh, Brad had yes. a surprisingly close matchup. I mean, uh, this is – I mean, as tough a luck loss as Tim's going to get, this is it. Because mm-hmm. he, uh, he had Brad on the ropes, and then uh, Brad uh, comes back on Sunday with uh, 20 points more than Tim. Uh, to, to win by 12 points. So this was this came down to Sunday. I, I don't know the specifics if it came down to Sunday night because I was uh, sleeping when all this happened. Um, and uh, but it was uh, it was definitely a close close matchup. So 3-12. Um, Brad takes it and mm-hmm. maintains his uh, his share of first place. Yes, he's the the worst of the third place third places. He is the worst. Uh, the first, uh, sorry, worst of the first places. Worst of the first. Yes. Uh, yeah. This uh, was a matchup where Brad chose to play two players down. <laughs> I don't know if you remember <laughs> that, or maybe you were 
Um, I maybe we would notice that with Chris. It's hard uh, to follow. Yeah, it's hard to follow. Yeah, so. he. Uh, I think it was Trevor Story and maybe someone else that uh, he picked up. Um, but yeah, he it it paid off. He did win by. Oh, many, I remember. I do remember you guys. Yeah, shitting on his moves on the in the podcast as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We yes, were questioning. Yes. It was, yeah. it was, I was like, wait, Trevor Story, is he coming back already? And the answer yeah. is no, he's not. But, uh, so he, he was picking up team. someone on the IL knowing someone was coming off the IL. Is that, is that I don't even know if he did because he only had 23 players play last week. Yeah. Weird. Not a full 25. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It maybe Mike Soroka was the other one or, uh, Man, Tarek Skubal. Tarek Skubal was the other one Scooble. who finally came back and threw some no hit innings, uh, um, for, um, so he must have, uh, man. So he he just knew he was playing Tim, and uh, he did, and just uh, it tried to make some strategic moves going for a later matchup. Yes. So he almost threw a week away. Almost, he did almost, almost threw a week away. Every week is precious. Every uh, week, especially when you're in that tight battle for the yeah, top three of those nine and four teams right there. It's yeah. um yeah, buys are huge in Oof. this. So, um, all right. So that's it for those matchups let's get into yeah. the standings i guess and then we'll get to your matchup where you start off the week scoring almost literally no points but no uh, points yeah <laughs> jay-z is in first place with uh, a nine and four record of those three nine and four teams uh it is next it is you with uh also nine and four and then brad is the third or as you called it the worst of the nine and four teams uh then it is yeah. me in fourth place at eight and five with jason behind me at seven and six Aaron at six and seven in sixth place, the final playoff spot. And then it is Chris at five and eight and uh, Erdang also at five and eight. And then uh, bringing up the rear, it is Todd at four and nine and Tim at three and 10. Yeah. So this is uh, there, it's a, it's a tight squeeze at the top here. Yeah. Um, I mean, really any one of these, um, you know, top six teams or so could could get a buy. There's only three games separating, um, like the top six, the playoff teams. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then the, the the points are very close. I mean, I Zetlin has at the moment only four more points than me, Woo. and then I only have 34 more points than Brad. I don't think that counts today's totals, though. I don't think it does. Yeah, so it doesn't count today. So who knows? It's probably mm-hmm. a shift a little bit. Um, but yeah, very, very close at the top. Um, and then, uh, and then you, who have you have a you, you, your point total is a lot more respectable than it was. Yes, uh, it is. Like a month ago. <laughs> um, when you when you win uh, three or four weeks, that uh, yeah. that'll happen. Yeah. So four, two, six, four. Still, still three hundred points. A week's worth of points. All right. Uh, down. And then uh, Jason, though, dangerously with that in that five spot with 44, 53. So he would definitely leapfrog you for the foreseeable future. And then Aaron, you overtaken Aaron. He's got four, one, eight, one. Um, uh, and, uh, and then Chris, though, is, could overtake uh, Aaron. So there's a lot of movement uh, potentially yeah. here. Although, and and then, Todd uh, yeah. has more points than Aaron and uh... – yeah, but Chris? Todd's just going to keep no, not losing. Chris. Yeah, Chris so has with me. It doesn't, doesn't really matter how many points Todd has. Um, when is he? By the way, Todd, uh, I don't know what when the trade deadline is. I think it's about three or four weeks away. So, um, yeah, yeah get, get, ready. Get, get ready. Get, <laughs> Start get stretching. Ready. Start um, stretching, yeah. But um, there, all right. I want to talk about it, Adam. What the fuck happened to your team at the beginning of this week? All right, let me try and figure that out because I was still <laughs> gone and I just kept looking. I would wake up and I'd be like, "Oh, I scored no points." You've thrown so again. many innings. I know, I know. So I uh, my closers have been terrible. Um, let me go back to those days. I've blown a bunch of saves, so mm-hmm. I think that's that screwed me up quite a bit. But on those two days uh, in particular. Um, I mean, Monday, there weren't a lot of games, so I only, or for me, I only had four offensive players. Um, I also had a bunch of guys on day to day or on the IL. Um, mm-hmm. so I didn't, and it was like, they were Sunday ILs. I couldn't do anything about it, but I had a blown save from Doval, a shit start from Gavin Williams and, uh, a good start from, well, I mean, a decent start, 8.5 points. And then a negative points from lighter junior. So I had 
Uh, on that day, 14 and two-thirds innings and only two and a half points to show for it. Jeez. And only six, six and a half offensive points. And then on Tuesday, I followed up my nine-point performance with a six and a half point performance. Uh, and so uh, I had nine points on offense uh, from a, you know almost a full complement of offensive players yeah. on that day. And then, uh, and then just uh, negative two and a half points from uh, a consecutive negative uh, performance from Mark Platter Jr. Oof. on uh, who's no longer on the team um, uh, for that day. So that that got me that took away eight into my offense. Yeah, um, unfortunately, you, that Tuesday um, was yeah ninety seven points yeah. for Aaron yeah. to a meager six and a half for you. That is so I don't remember I anything down, being. A big uh, gap yeah. like that. Wow. I was down. Aaron had 140 points and after two days, and I had 15 points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is um, – uh, but you've closed the gap. But, yeah, now I'm only down 40. I mean, considering yeah. where I came from, I mean, I've bridged the gap pretty well. So – Yes. What sucks about this week, I mean, honestly, yeah, I mean, Aaron beat me. He beat me this week. Like, if it's a real true week, he beat me. But it's not. And But the thing that kind of sucks about it, and it would really – actually, this would really suck for Aaron if this is what determines who wins. And I, I don't I don't like it, you know. But if, like – it just depends on when pitchers are pitching next Right, week. we don't know. If <laughs> Yeah, we have no idea. And so, like, I don't have a lot of – Aaron has a lot of innings left. But I think he – I mean, he picked up some pitchers to try and make sure that he doesn't get outpitched. But – Basically, if if my good pitchers are pitching on Friday, I'm going to run out of innings Friday. Uh-huh. And probably they would, right? Like a bunch of them pitched uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. So like Fran Valdez, Zach Gallen. I mean, those guys I would imagine aren't pitching in the – in fact, Valdez is definitely not pitching in the All-Star game. Right. I don't know if Gallen's going to pitch. But, um, you know, whatever day I have like four starters, that's the day I'm going to run out of innings and I'll modulate. But if it's like – my best starters are starting on one day, you know, but what if I might get lucky and maybe I have like six starters on Friday. I'd right. rather have all of them. Start yeah. You might on as well. Day. If you're going to go over. Yeah. yeah. If I'm going to go over on one of those days, might as well go over with everybody. Sure. So it, that's going to be just an element of luck. That's not really fair in this. And because it's, uh, you know, so that, I don't know. It's, it's an element of luck that is not typical. It's not the typical luck that we all plan for. Right. You know, Yes, it's like a completely random element of luck. And if Aaron's guys happen to not pitch or pitch on, you know, uh, or whatever, maybe they they don't pitch till Monday because they're lower on the rotation or who knows. I mean, just it just I don't like that aspect of it. Sure. Yeah. What what Aaron does have going for him is that he has thrown 21 fewer innings than you. So, yes. It yeah. doesn't. He's not going to run out. He's going to get everyone. Think, so. Everyone who pitches yes. for him is. He'll have get his in. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, starters. Just depends but, uh, on who on when they start. Who knows when they're actually going to start? Right. People may. They could. It's just totally lucky. You know, luck if they reset their reset their rotations or whatever. Right. Um. Who knows? Uh. But yes, I think being down only forty after day two. Yeah. Is, uh, is quite a victory. <laughs> Um, and it's been fun texting with Aaron. Uh, he's congratulated me on my victories multiple times, even when he was up. <laughs> he was up. up. But then I'll talk shit. Then I'll be like, he'll like, he like Strowman had a bad start. He talks shit about that. Mm-hmm. So he'll talk shit about my individual players. <laughs> but then he'll be like, I'm yeah. not even going to throw 30 innings. Congrats. Yeah. But he made a bunch of moves uh, today. Uh, so I think he, you know, he's trying to make sure he has uh, more innings to fill. Right. Uh, which is smart because if he just kept his team how it is, I don't think he would have. Uh, had the pitching firepower yeah. well and um, speaking of moves that he made should we get into it do you want should we do all the do the the i don't know what do you want to do just to do the moves we've just done my matchup um yeah all let's, right let's just get to it guys yeah. well, because i'm so we're gonna... excited breaking news <laughs> i have breaking news we collectively we did it as a league uh, as a league, we did something absolutely incredible. For the nicest podcast of the year, all of our bids added up together. We made 69 bids. All of our bids. Good I mean, job, I just, guys. Yeah. I mean, I can't. Is there a better gift to me as the there person were... counting them up? I was counting up all the bids. Like, not, not the moves, not the transactions. So we made right. 21 transactions. 
but I was counting all the bids because it was like it was forever. It was so many bids. Yeah. And I got to the end and I could not believe the number. And I actually <laughs> I did it on my phone at first and then I went back to oh my, my computer. God. I went back to my computer and I needed to double check it. Um, mm-hmm. But I double checked it. And unless I counted incorrectly twice, we made 69 bids as a group, which is just fantastic. I really want to applaud everyone's effort. That last bid that you made, that last $0 bid to get someone you think yep, like no one it. would want, you know, just to make sure you have someone on your roster. Like you did that. Yeah. You made that happen. Like, Don't say your you vote doesn't that. count. Your vote don't counts. Don't say your bids don't your, count. Yeah. Yeah. We did it by exactly the correct number. The yep. nice number, the nicest number we could do it by. Yes. We did it. And very so fitting. Just, yeah. Very fitting that the top bid was Alec Manoa, who was <laughs> went for $33, which you know what? I like that Tim did this. Um, yeah. I think it was even since I've since we started the podcast, since we started recording, I noticed in the uh, recent activity or whatever that he put that he is likely to trade him or whatever, <laughs> which I think <laughs> is always funny. But uh, sure, like he's got nothing to lose. He might as well. He's got all that money in there, the waiver, the fab money, like might as well, you know, definitively outbid everyone. And then, hey, if he has a great next start, maybe he could actually get him for something that's um, yeah oh he's clearly the most talented player in like the the, the pool right yes. like like you know he didn't all of a sudden stop being like stop having the actual god-given talent to pitch right yeah. like he can pitch it's just it's in his head either he was injured or it's in his head or something you know not not and that's not being facetious or mean it's just right. like he needs to work something out to get back mm-hmm. to it and todd you know you know, really d- couldn't stick with him uh, any longer because no. he doesn't want to go from like ninth place to 10th place. Right. Uh, so, so he, uh, so yeah, but now I'm excited to see what he does on the Senators team. I'm excited to trade for him, quite frankly. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're going to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's his destiny. Uh, there's, there's, as, uh, as the Senator texted back to me, it's the circle of life, <laughs> which it is. Excellent. Well, um, um yeah, there are some, Kind of interesting, um, but you're like you mentioned, we don't know who is going to. Is this the, the first time that we've done this where the extended week is a full week and then it's like a partial week? Or I don't, re- I don't even remember. I have a terrible memory. Uh, I, I don't, don't know. know. If, I don't yeah, know. I feel like it's but happened before. I don't know. Maybe think, it has, yeah. but it's yeah. it's tougher to 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 gauge because you can't like load up on starters. We just don't know who is going to start. So yeah, you can't. Um, yeah, that you can't like make sure you get starters that are going to pitch on Monday. You've or on Friday or Saturday right. or Sunday. You don't exactly. Know. So yeah, we were lots of um, minimal bids or whatever. Just um, after the thirty three dollar bid, the next. Uh, Winning bid was Erdang uh, with Colton Kowser for $2. He dropped Luis Severino. And then a lot of just $2 bids, $1 bids. Yeah. Um, a lot of zero. I just needed, I needed too, warm so. bodies on offense just to, to chip away. I needed, yeah. You know, I have, I had three open offensive spots um, yeah. going into it. I know you had a couple of guys you just needed to fill out. Yeah. And this, um, by the, as well. I see Erdang got Michael Kopech. This might be the first time Michael Kopech has not been on my team yeah Sad. you had it he did great for you right and then you dry, he did great he poorly. had two amazing starts yeah um yeah. where he may have scored at least like 25 points in each start or something and then yeah. he just kind of forgot how to pitch uh was walking guys like crazy so um i hope i hope he's great for erdang because uh yeah. so the white Sox can trade him and get a lot for him because um yeah he is uh he didn't do well for me but erdang i'd love nothing more than for him to do well for you but um and, yeah there's uh, some what, what maybe lost is i called up two prospects on saturday yes. uh i called up for a second call up fujinami who yes. uh who got me two points over two days uh, although he <laughs> burned two innings for those two points but i think mm-hmm. worth the risk and uh who's actually been pitching very well he hasn't get up a run in like 10 outings um although it's for the a's so no one notices or cares and it doesn't get you anything because there's no games to save or win <laughs> oh man um but uh but uh depressing but true um and then um uh but then uh bryce or is it bryce bryce terang yeah. bryce terang another Who, bryce i was like it can't be another bryce is it oh, yeah, so many bryces and, and actually erdang picked up a bryce today um i think or he dropped a bryce he dropped a bryce did he drop bryce he dropped elder bryce he dropped bryce not elder bryce miller miller i think he no but he dropped some bryce <laughs> One of the prices. Um, you dropped Bryce Miller. 
for Zach John Bryce Miller. Yes. Okay. Um, but I uh, then Terang, who's a shortstop for Milwaukee, um, right. who made who made the major league roster out of spring training, but he correct. is finally joining your team. <laughs> well, no, time. he but he went, he did, he had a good first couple games. Oh, I paid attention, he had a good couple games. I waited on it just to see if he was gonna stick, right? He did not stick, he, did not. he went back to the minors, but they just recently he did well in the minors, they shook mm-hmm. up their infield, right. they brought him back up, and uh, and then he got me six points. Um, so that was good because I need every point I can get to claw back yeah. against uh, my 120 point handicap that I spotted. Uh, <laughs> that I spotted Aaron, uh, and then uh, but I dropped him again. He's already back down. So that was his first. Uh, and then <laughs> Fujinami, that was his uh, second stint, I believe, with my team. So I get one more pickup yes. with him. Did you um, did you drop him yeah. also? I or... dropped him also. Yeah, okay. yeah. It was it was strictly just to try and squeeze. It did exactly what I wanted. I you just squeeze, okay. I mean, I squeezed uh, like eight points out of it, out of those two, as opposed to the zero points that would have had in the empty roster spots. Right. Because I had two guys go on the IL. Um, so Smart I move. Fill those up. Mm-hmm. Um, utilizing the prospect uh, rules. Yes. Um, and uh, anything else uh, really noteworthy? I don't know. Um, <sighs> I noticed that Brad and I bid on a bunch of similar players, and I don't know what order he was, but Jaron, like with this bot, Jaron Duran. Uh, mm-hmm. I have two Jay Durans on my team now, which is exciting. Ooh. Um, uh, but the center fielder for Boston. Um, and uh, and these were all, it really should have been $0 bids because I really didn't care who was on my right. team, but I had to bid like $2 in case. I got nobody. I just needed somebody on my team. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, and I think he also bid on Willie Adamas as well. Oh, um, interesting. You guys that would have been two Adams on, I don't know if he still has Jason Adam on his team. That would have been two <laughs> Adams on his team. Oh, that's funny. Um, uh, Aaron, I noticed, yeah. picked up Mackenzie Gore, who he dropped last week, but he had drafted him or got him in the auction, whatever, for $3 and then had him, Gave him gave up on him last week. And now he's back on his team uh, on a zero dollar bid. So um, yeah, I guess I guess he did enough this week. What did he do this week? Oh, he had uh, a negative seven point performance and a two and a half point performance. Sounds like so a just... sounds like a player for Aaron. I hope he's I hope he starts. I do hope he starts uh, in Friday, Saturday. Oh, Sunday. be careful! I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting uh, for him. No, uh, but uh, this is actually the, probably the biggest drop of recent note is. Um, Dalton Varsho is now on waivers. Oh, wait. Uh, catcher, really? center fielder. Yeah, he's been dropped, uh, which is crazy. I mean, I guess I didn't realize that he's been bad. He was like, a, you know, he, he was a uh, quite a hot pick in the draft. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a Chris player, too. We yeah. Chris has talked about on this podcast how he's got – he gives uh, a short leash. So, um, let's see what his yeah. numbers are. Dalton Varsho, he has the season – oh, man. He's only averaging – 1.7 points has uh, only 152 points this season. What are his yeah. like counting stat numbers? 12 home runs, 30 RBIs, uh, 218 or 215 average, only slugging 370. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame him for this one. Yeah. He's no, 86% rostered in ESPN leagues, but still. Um, well, yeah, it's because this... he's a catcher that plays every day. Yeah. So it's like you can, he can be bad. Mm-hmm. Like he can be bad, but still be better than any other catcher, even a good catcher who only plays five times a week, right? Sure. Like yeah. he's getting an extra, you know, if he averages two, you get that extra couple points, you know, extra four points, right? That, that you get those two. So you spread that over the five games. So that's why he's that's why he has a long leash for a lot of mm-hmm. um, yeah. people, especially if they just if they don't have a good you know there's no other good catcher alternative. Right. Yeah, um, I get that. But, he's you know, yeah definitely struggling right now. It looks like he has only two hits in the last like week and a half. He has no home runs. He only has two RBIs in the last couple weeks. Uh, so yeah, this yeah. is. But you kick yourself for not getting Jonah Heim when you have uh, when right. you, you gave. Uh, uh, Var show such a long leash. So yep. that, uh, in fact, let's look at the just for shits and giggles. Let's look mm-hmm. at the catcher. I'm gonna look at all the uh, all catchers um, and see who is uh, is doing the best. So no surprise, Sean Murphy, who's having God, my boy, former Oakland A, former Oakland 3. A, three point four, averaging three eight point four points, a total of two twenty two. That is insanely good. Um, followed by Will Smith. 
um, which is also quite good at 3.3, averaging 3.3 with 215. Uh, Will Smith drafted for 15 uh, by Aaron. Super smart. But mm-hmm. Sean Murphy drafted by it for only $4. $4, Adam. Oh, that's keeper level. <laughs> Could be. And then third is Jonah Heim. Yeah. At uh, $12. But Sean Murphy is actually a yeah, very keepable contract there. Yeah. And then fourth, uh, my boy, Adley Rushman. Yes. <laughs> um, clocking in at two and a half points yeah. per uh, two, but still two away. He plays, he seems to play every, almost every day. He's got, he's got 322 at bats. He's got young, young knees. Mm-hmm. Murphy only 232 at bats. Will Smith, 233 at bats. Uh, but Hyman Rushman up near 300 at bats. Real Mudo, 280 at bats. So mm-hmm. uh, Salvador Perez, my guy, 310 at bats. But yes. not having quite the season that he had last year, but he yeah. still always plays almost every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam, I do uh, need to correct you on yeah. two things. Um, Jonah Heim's oh, name is pronounced former Oakland A. Jonah Heim. Yeah, and uh, this isn't a correction, but just an interesting fact: he was picked up on waivers in May. Like he was out there for for five for a six long weeks. time, and then oh, uh, I know. Yeah, so. These I guys, looked at him. Multiple, I, was like, I looked at multiple times, but I just I have Salvador yeah. Perez, right? So it's like. I mean, do I do I think the future value going forward? You know, you never know if how if he's going to stay good, but he is. I think he's a real deal. Mm-hmm. He was really? sold to Texas for cash yeah. essentially from the A's because he was Andrews. part of the um, uh, he was part of the Elvis Andrews trade. But we traded him. We basically gave him, and so they could take Chris Davis's contract. Once, oh uh, God. Uh, and then we got Elvis Andrews. So they paid the difference between the Davis and Andrews contract. So basically we got to give them a good prospect mm-hmm. for them to take the money. So he was sold. It was yeah. clearly a financial. It wasn't to wow. get Elvis, Elvis Andrews. It was just to get money. That's how our organization is run. Mm-hmm. A, a player that's not even been in the majors, been in the major, not even arbitration eligible yet. Yeah. Gets sold. Um, we didn't even get to see him develop. Uh, we also had a lot of catcher depth, but um Anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. Josh Fegley, you got Josh Fegley. We had Josh <laughs> Fegley along in a in a in an incredible trade for the A's. Actually, Fegley yeah. was I part know. of. I'm but, aware. Uh, I know. Yeah, I know. You know. Um, but uh, we have Shea Langoliers. That's who we have. Sure. Uh, all right. Should we go back to the uh, matchups after going through the nicest? Um, we went through the nicest uh, fab round. I think. Well, because we we have you have a little bit more to say before we go, right? I do have a little. Do we we care? We just go over the scores and then we'll. Sure, I'll go over the scores okay. here. We've got go over the uh, scores quickly. Yes, with your beautiful uh, I am facing Tim this week. I am up by forty-five points, about three hundred three to two sixty-eight. Um, and the next on my list here is uh, Brad beating Jay Z in what is absolutely the Jason Markey matchup of the week. Uh, it is a slugfest. It is three ninety-three to three seventy-four. And then we've got Jason facing Chris, 357 to 287. And then there's the amazing matchup that uh, we have talked about a lot here. Aaron versus you. Oh, man, that makes me laugh so much. 115 points. Uh, 321 to 281. And then uh, last and maybe least, (laughs) um, Brad, I'm sorry, Brad, uh, Todd with 302. And Erdang, 230. Good God. He is about 50 points fewer than, um, uh, oh, no, uh, Tim has, <laughs> Tim's there, too. He's got uh, 268. But, um, yeah, so about 38 points fewer than than anyone else. So, um, yeah, there you go. That's uh, the thing. We got fr- games Friday. No Thursday games, right? Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Or the- it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Just three-game series, I think, for everybody mm-hmm. um, coming up. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any standout performances this week? Let's see. Logan Gilbert with 46 and a half for Jay-Z. Manny Machado, 47 for uh, Jason. And Joe Musgrove, 41 for Aaron's team. So um, Yeah, there's going to be some three starters, for three-start starters. Uh, oh, sure yeah. Oh, that's fun. Uh, Zellin with 50 pitching points today, by the way. Um, so he's actually for sure going to be even more in first place tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, because I only had, I think, 30 points today or 30, 30 something points today. Um, all right. Yeah. 
So All right. Well, yeah, I think that'll that'll do it for this week's episode of Blake on Balls. Adam, do you have anything to say before we go? I do. I do. We have to do Around the Globes and 80 Adams um, <laughs> or something like that. Uh, so I did travel internationally. Uh, and as you know, uh, when someone travels internationally, they need to talk about it incessantly. Um, it's, it's just like a rule. Um, but no, I went to the uh, the baseball game, uh, one of the games, the Sunday game uh, at West Ham Stadium in London, and it was incredible. Like it was like the World Baseball Classic sucks compared to this. Like wow. it actually made me angry at how bad MLB does the World Baseball Classic. Like, like the, uh, the environment outside the stadium was amazing. Um, you know, everyone takes the, everyone took the tube there, like the sub, the, the, the subway. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and it was, uh, so people are just getting off in mass and we got there super early and a little bit of background, um, cousin Adam, uh, who we stayed with and who went to the game, uh, with us and his, uh, his wife, Emma, uh, so it was Emma, Adam, and, uh, and then me, Allie and our kids. Um, so first of all, I brought A's gear for my cousin and Emma to wear mm-hmm. and I, and Allie and I wore our sale shirts, uh, our sell shirts and, uh, and the kids wore A's gear. Um, so we were coming fully decked in A's gear for this MLB event. Um, and, uh, and actually like I told my cousin, I was like, Hey, would you guys mind wearing A's gear? Like, you know, he, they've come to A's games actually in Oakland before when they've come to visit. But I asked him and, and I was like, I explained to you, you know, later when I, you know, it's a long story. And then he actually Googles it, looks it up or whatever, and starts talking to me about like, he's like, are you still going to be a fan of them when they moved to Las Vegas? So he <laughs> like, God, he got the point yeah. immediately. So I guess, you know, this is like the Ryan Reynolds, like they, everyone in England equates this situation or the people that pay attention to baseball to Ryan Reynolds, like um, purchasing Wrexham, right? The uh-huh. The soccer club and keeping them located i think i'm not butchering all of these names but um so basically this story happened and he in in the first football club you know, soccer club in england and so this resonates with people in england like this is like and i had multiple conversations because a ton of people walking in in the stadium came up to me and were like that shirt's amazing like were you at the game <laughs> like people really? with american it- accent every they all knew British people with British accents came up to me with granular knowledge of like they're like fuck John Fisher. Like I, <laughs> I, I seriously, I was shocked. I was like blown away. Um, and uh, and and I had people like I had a guy in an Angels uh, uh, jersey come up to me, a guy in a Giants jersey come up to me. Like they're like I want that shirt, you know. Like it, it's crazy. Like it was uh, like people really. Like it really did make news outside. I just wonder, like, am I in this insular bubble because I'm so in tune to it? Sure. But like, it was Fair crazy. Question. We saw, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I'm self-aware that I like, I'm the one spending time caring about it and maybe no one else cares about it. But I actually, I mean, like I had random people, even outside of baseball, when I was just wearing like a stuff, I told you guys on the chain, like in the airport, uh, like a dude just said, keep, you know, in this Irish accent, keep him in Oakland. Uh, going wow. up the escalator yeah. <laughs> guys going down the escalator we're going up the escalator and he just says it unprompted so um it is a it's a story but anyway um inside the stadium they had like a whole like half the stadium had like food that's like st louis themed and then like half of it was like chicago themed <laughs> it was like it was like so well done like the whole outer concourse had all this stuff they had a huge um, uh, merch tent with like, you could get stuff from every MLB team. I actually bought my cousin, like a, a real A's, like a Kelly green Oakland Jersey for him to keep. Oh, that's um, and, uh, and then um, uh, they had all this like specific stuff for the London series. Like just, I remember going to the world baseball classic and we all were ready to open up our wallets and buy a bunch of merchandise. Right. right. But they had nothing. It sucked like they were out of it or they didn't have good stuff or it was like just wasn't the right stuff you know um but this was the opposite they had cool i I bought souvenirs for like their kids and everything i bought we had bought these like you know baseballs with the london series printed on them um 
But this other cool thing is that cousin Adam's friend works for MLB in London, like his friend of a long time. Somebody who's very comfortable asking like for favors. And he hooked us up with six free tickets. And then also these wristbands that got us into this like uh, VIP area, um, like with a little grassy area underneath one of the scoreboards in the outfield with like free drinks. And then it's kind of funny, like all of these, like kind of maybe lower tier celebrities from Britain who I, I didn't know. I didn't know who they are, but they yeah. all wanted to talk about baseball. And I was explaining baseball rules to people. And like, I was like, Oh, like how are, you know, what are you doing here? Oh, he's like, Oh, I threw out like the first pitch yesterday. And I was like, why'd you do that? Like, he's like, Oh, I play this so-and-so sport and I'm a host on this thing or whatever. I'm on this Instagram channel. Like all these sort of like, Instagram. I mean, they're all super nice people. I'm not, don't want to shit right. on their, the way they make their living at all. Like they were, everyone was so nice, Yeah. but they, but like, they just, they're just hanging out. Like it's just a space for people that are peripherally um, uh, related to celebrity or, or sport in, in uh, England to come hang out during the game. And they're also, I met all these people that run these like UK baseball blogs or uk baseball like fan clubs so there's like mm -hmm. a uk cubs there's a uk oakland athletics there's uk cardinals so all these different uk they all the presidents are like people that were in those i guess they just know all the mlb people that and they got their connections also so they were all hanging out um and are they uh, they're british people who that love baseball they're not like transplant like who were in america no, these are like british that's people really interesting that just have, have taken a liking to baseball and actually one of them we're sitting next to him and, and ali's talking to him and then ali looks in the program we bought like programs and on the last page he wrote an article about what it's like to be a british baseball fan like from his perspective like waking up and like checking the scores mm -hmm. and, or staying up super late check the scores or whatever and how he became a baseball fan and I was like, oh, this is this. He's like right here. This yeah. is him. Like in the program for the whole MLB London series. Wow. Um, it was just so delightful. Like it was such a good, easy experience. Um, that it was just There was tons of food. Concourses were seemingly well staffed. Things moved along well. Um, it was very well organized. It was just, yeah. I mean, the, the environment was how we really would want the world baseball classic environment to be like that international fandom like people representing their countries and their teams you know at the same time or whatever um it was really a great baseball like super successful baseball event um and i was just amazed at the knowledge that all these uh, fans had or and the people that were just kind of checking it out like how interested they were in like learning about baseball like yeah. even if they didn't really care about baseball going into it right um and uh, and then John Goodman came and sang right behind us in that little area. He sang. Oh, they had a band that played like like three times during the game, like during really? breaks. Yeah, they had like this fun. Like they played like a bunch of like funk covers, and then um, and then John Goodman came uh, there and sang the uh, the national or sang the uh, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Oh, and I guess fun. the night before, the day before, Bill Murray had done it. Oh wow! Um, uh, so yeah, it was um. Yeah, it was great. It was really awesome. And if you have the opportunity to see baseball internationally, if it's anything, I hope I would hope that like the Mexico um, uh, City games were like that. I don't, I don't know how they were, but if they're anything like this, that would be well worth the trip to Mexico City um, for a baseball fan. Like it was just, it was incredible. Yeah, that's really cool. Great, I know great MLB, all of the major sports seem set on expanding globally. Yes. Obviously, the NFL yeah. with. Uh, the UK too. Uh, yeah. But um, I think there were rumors that the 2024 season is going to start in South Korea. Um, but I don't, nothing about the 2024 schedule has been confirmed yet, but, um, but yeah, it seems They're like doing, uh, the, what the Mets and Phillies are playing in London next year. That's oh, they are. That. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be Mets and Phillies. They announced it during this London series. The other kind of cool game, and I may end up going, um, is uh, it depends on timing, but the Giants are going to play in Birmingham, Alabama. And it's... Uh, oh, yes. I heard about this. Right? Yeah. Because it's where, is it where Willie Mays played like his, when he's in the Negro Leagues, I believe, like where he played, like it's that field. It's a special, it's like related to that somehow, I think. I think I could be incorrect, but that's what I recall. But um, um, they're playing this. We could, we could Google this quickly. 
Yeah, it is. Um, it was where the Birmingham Black Barons played. They're not doing yeah. a Field of Dreams game this year. Yes, they're doing it because of the renovations at Field of Field mm-hmm. of Dreams, right? So they're doing this instead of the Field of Dreams. So I'm, I'm, I may go to that. I have one of my uh, really good friends moved to Birmingham, so I might go visit him and go to these. uh, Wow, it would be a convenient escape. I I don't, it's not unconfirmed yet, um, but possible. Okay. My neighbor's a huge Giants fan. He's, he's like, he kind of eyed that I would be the one human that would that might go to Birmingham (laughs) for baseball. Um, so we'll see, see what happens. Um. But yeah, I think these these they're very cool. Just uh, as much as MLB hates its fans, it loves yes. its international. It loves <laughs> it loves money from the international community. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I do wonder what uh, the end game is. Like, I don't think they're trying to expand to to London, get a London major league team or whatever. I, I it's seems just impossible. Okay. Yeah, of course, right? But maybe a league, or maybe just growing the game in a way that um. Uh, where there's actually like baseball played in London, you know, like like sure. kids might you know playing baseball just to get people mm-hmm. interested or to get people to subscribe to MLB.com. There or, it is. <laughs> who knows? I don't know what the but they have often. So my my cousin's friend, he he works in the offices in London. Like he works in MLB. They have an office that's open. You know, all it's year a full time job. London. Full time <laughs> job. Yeah. Wow. All right, that's cool. Full time job. So I know a lot of it surrounds this, but he also right. Um, does other stuff when he's not doing the the, the MLB London series. So um, he was running around. He came and said hi. He was running around like crazy. Um, and uh, but he was so he chatted just a little bit. But I do want to get into what he actually does, like when yeah. it's not um, uh, this London series. But uh, anyway, all good. Uh, so that's enough enough globe talk. Excellent. Uh, around the globe in eighty everyone, atoms. Everyone would uh everyone would like it. I yeah. Think. Oh, everyone, that's fun. Yeah. I mean, it would be amazing if we if a group of us ever went internationally. That would be like a next level. Like when when all the kids are in high school or mm-hmm. it's we'll get less there. impressive to uh <laughs> uh to do that kind of travel. It would mm-hmm. be incredible to go. Like I really would have loved to go with you to have you guys. Like that would have been like this is an event that we all would have gone to. Just like sure. the World Baseball Classic. Like, right. Oh yeah. Absolutely. would have gone to this. Um, but yeah, anyway, awesome. All right, we've doubled the time we intend to podcast for. So it <laughs> yes, always happens all right. that well, way. Uh, everyone, enjoy your, uh, your all-star break, your home run yeah. derby, uh, all of that fun stuff. And um, we will talk to you hopefully uh, next Sunday night. Yeah. All right. Bye. Wipe that golden tear from your mother, dear. And raise what's left of the flag from me. 